Hi friends, welcome back to Live the Roxy with my brother, Jet Stryer, who's a much bigger Star Wars nerd than I am, which is why he's on today, although he's on all the time, but it is May the 4th be with you always. May 4th, which means it is Star Wars Day, so I had to bring in the big guns. Is that the first time that I've ever referred to you as? <laughs> I guess, I guess is it embarrassing? is. embarrassing? Yeah, no, no. What's embarrassing is every time the waiter comes over to our table and dad makes that joke about muscles. That's embarrassing. But you just that do is. fine. Mm -hmm. It's been a while since he's made that joke, though, probably because we never go out to dinner as a family anymore. Yeah, well, well we, we lost the person who had us go out to dinner a lot. So we're, it's just the four of us and we're not very good at figuring out the dinner plans. It got dark really quickly here on the show. That's fine. A lot of Star Wars characters have dead parents, too. Speaking of Ooh, Star Wars. Yeah, that's a very good point. Speaking Pro of Star transition. Wars. Yeah, really, really strong. Uh, a few things that we want to go over today. Number one, obviously, because it's May the 4th, we are going to be concentrating all on Star Wars today. Unless you guys throw us off our scent, which means that you can always do that. Streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. Get in any questions, comments, concerns, Star Wars related or otherwise. Plus... Make sure you put in the super chat here. That's the best way to support the show. The stream is the best way to support the show. The super chat's pretty good too, except for YouTube is a son of a bitch. It takes 55% as I found out while I was doing my taxes this year. Yeah. 55%? They take over they took, half? They took 50. They say they take around 30. They took 55% from me this year. That is a fact. That is. What do you mean they fact. say? So they lie, basically, is what you're saying? No, they say they don't give you a number. They say we take 30-ish. <laughs> what kind of business model is that? That's bullshit. You, it's YouTube. It's YouTube. They took 55 from World Girls and 55 from Live at the Roxy. We were pissed. So as much as I love the Super Chat, Streamlabs only takes 3%. So that is my jam. Plus, like, comment, subscribe, all that great stuff. And if you don't already follow my brother, please go do so. He's got a lot of stuff going on, and uh, I know he'll talk about it more at the end of the show. But I do see right now uh, that you uh, have your – I was going to say that I see sap in here, but I actually don't know that that's your sap. I just see a sap in here. Different sap. My sap, the one I do the podcast with, does not own a computer. So there's no just way. No, no way he could figure out how to do this. How does he do the podcast with you? On his phone, no fucking. He also way. he writes uh he writes uh, columns for the website that sponsors our podcast, Full Press Coverage, and he writes them on his phone. He types out the entire article on his phone. It's it's insane. You gotta love somebody who doesn't mind just torturing themselves. Like that's true, true torture. I would not be okay. But that's not what we're here to talk about today. We're here to talk about Star Wars. So, yes, we're going to talk about the up-and-coming projects. Hmm. Upcoming or up-and-coming? Upcoming. Up-and-coming would be like, hey, it's a project that's already on the ground, and I like the look of that project. Like, it's up-and-coming. So some of these are up-and-coming. Like, low-key, like, Ahsoka's up-and-coming. Up-and-coming character. You know? I guess. I mean, she's been a character for a while. It'd be like, okay, Bad Batch aired last night. Like, hey, that's an up-and-coming show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, just one up in me all the time. So we're going to talk about upcoming and up-and-coming Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Also, we're going to be talking about not just the movies, the TV shows, but some weird theme parky type things that Jet was telling me about that were announced today because there haven't been that many Star Wars announcements today. By haven't been that many, I mean we've literally only seen one. So we're still kind of waiting. There might be breaking news during the show, and then this is the place you'll want to be. And then I've got some questions for Jet and for all of you guys, like what is the Star Wars character that you want to, or who is the Star Wars character that you want to grab a beer with the most? So I'll be asking some superlative type questions towards the end, or maybe throughout. Just kind of depends how I feel. Before we get into any of that, though, guys, I want to start with you at home to see what you are thinking about in the stream lab. So get them in loud, get them in proud as I check in with what's going on on May the 4th be with you. I am not capable of saying May 4th without saying that. It's not a cute look every time. I'll try. I'll work my best on it. Are yes, you today. also um, yeah. in, in favor of the like the new Britney Spears memes for May instead of replacing the Justin Timberlake memes? Leanne told me about this last night. Yeah, because JT really didn't. JT's done a lot of people dirty. And so if you're going to, it's going to be May and you're going to do the all 
denim outfit, then Brittany's the one to see, I guess. So we're done with the JT. It's going to be May memes in with the Britney Spears. That's just so typically May. Meme. I'm not always, I'm not always going to be done with JT. It's going to be May because it's amazing to say, but the <laughs> fact that they, it took us this long to say anything like that is just so typically May. Do you know the next line? Oh, baby, baby. Yeah, but you got to rhyme it with May. Oh, baby, baby. Yeah. Oops, I did it again. Oh, my God. When I look at the screen, every time, like, because I'm trying to look at the camera, I'm so ghastly pale. It's like, it looks, it's like sickly. You're trying to look at the camera right now? Well, when I, when I talk, I try to look at the camera. Yeah. Well, I'm saying, like, occasionally, it's hard to look away when you see, I'm like, holy God, I'm glowing, basically. I I also I also have a tan, so that's hard for you. But that's why I added so much stuff to my background and my set because, like, you see, the back of my wall is white. I was like chameleoning into the back of the wall. Why? Okay, I have some questions about our childhood when it comes to Star Wars. Before I get to these stream labs, yes, and, and also when it not comes to Star Wars, this one's not related to Star Wars. Why am I so so much tanner than you all the time? Uh, baby switch, obviously. You were not the correct child in the hospital. That's the only logical explanation. Okay, second question. This one is related to Star Wars. Why do you and I love Star Wars so much and Sky does not? That's a really good question. But also, it's not just Star Wars. She doesn't like any of the nerdy stuff we like. She doesn't like Marvel or DC or We came up on that stuff. Did she not? I feel like she chose not to like she even she likes Disney, but she doesn't love Disney like you or I do. And like same with the with theme parks, like she's just her interests are different. But Mm -hmm. she still likes like some of the like mom got me on Star Wars and you on Star Wars because dad was never into it. And I get who who got us into like comic book stuff. Well, that's dad because of all the. But he never watched the movies, really. Yeah, I don't know. I guess that was, I mean, you got me in, so I don't know. I, I don't but, know how you did it. But I've tried to get Sky. She won't watch Star Wars with me. And I, I tried to pick, like, like Marvel she's never movie. seen it? No. I tried to pick the Marvel movie. I thought Star she Wars would, movie. like, I don't, I don't think so. If she has, it's not with me. And I tried those, like, okay, what's the, the Marvel movie I think that she would maybe think is, like, the funniest or most accessible? Guardians. I picked Guardians a couple of years ago for my birthday and she didn't like it. She was like, yeah, it's fine. So I think she's a lost cause at this point, honestly. It is so weird when you grow up as siblings and you and I just love this stuff and she just does not. It's so strange. All right. Well, those are, that was fun getting to Noah's time. Let's go. Yeah, to it is strange though, because we both love it. And she yeah. literally, it's not like she hates it. She just could care less. She I know. It means nothing to her. Lloyd and Nance in the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. This was still on May 3rd, so I can't even sing about it. it. says, Roxy, I have not moved on from you, Rox. Rockstar for life. Thanks, Lloyd. You're the best. Team Steve's forever, though, totally. James Brown with that huge support in the Streamlabs. Fuck yeah, James Brown. Will the real James Brown please stand up? James says, hi, Roxy. I watched your video on how everyone is dealing with depression and awkwardness. My 15-year-old niece passed away two weeks ago, and the video was very uplifting. Thank you and the rock stars for smiling and allowing me to take my mind off with a heart. Thank you so much, James Brown, for that. I'm so fucking sorry to hear about that. That is way too young. Uh, and That sounds horrible. I'm glad that the video brought you a little bit of strength and took your mind off it. And hopefully we can do the same thing today. I know we are a roller coaster show, so we jump all over the place. That's kind of the point of of entertainment. So we're going to do our very best to take your mind off that today and move it on to, you know, the important things in life like Star Wars. Speaking of actual important things in life though, Glenn Caesar, as he always reminds us, Miles Cosgrove, Brett Hankinson, Jonathan McNeely, arrest the cops who killed Breonna Taylor, all three of them for killing Breonna Taylor. Hope today is the day justice for all the people who've lost their lives due to excessive force. Hashtag say their names. Even when we're doing a Star Wars show, we're always going to be talking about that because that is what this show is. Glenn also says hello and good afternoon, Roxy and all your nicknames and Jet. Great job hosting SEN Live today. 
The game was fun as always. Well wishes and thanks for hanging out with all of us. Love to you, Grammy and Popo. Peace, bunnies, <laughs> hugs, and good stuff to you and yours. Are you laughing, Jet? That's just so nice that he says to Grammy and Papa. Every every time. You must not ever watch my show. No, I do. I do watch. I uh, don't watch it every day. I watch World Girls pretty much every episode. Well, that's only twice a week, Jet. Get with it. He also says, RJ and Jet, plus everyone who shows up to give their support whenever, however, they can when it gets tough, even if you're by yourself, you're not alone. Everyone who's battling, keep on fighting. You're a winner. You're kind. You're smart. You're unique. Showing up for people who need it and want it makes you dope AF. Being so unselfishly loving and supportive of others, including strangers, whether it's on the internet or not, makes you humane and worthy. Your story is important, deserves to be seen and heard. Looking forward to today's show and hearing all your Star Wars takes. Myself, I never really got into Clone Wars series, but I may watch The Bad Batch. I'm more interested in Mando and Mando, Ahsoka, and the Acolyte show. What about you? Happy May the Fourth. So I'm I'm debating watching Bad Batch. What I'll tell you guys is Disney was nice enough to send me Bad Batch episode one and two about two weeks ago, and I just haven't. You didn't so, share it with me. Uncool. Uh well, you know I'm not allowed to do that. So. But like, I, I wouldn't have told anybody. I'm saying I haven't, though. And the reason that I'm talking about me and not you right now is because I didn't watch any of I didn't watch Rebels or Clone Wars. And so everybody said to me that I wouldn't understand Bad Batch. But then a lot of people I know watch Bad Batch who didn't watch any of the other animated shows and said that I would understand it and that there's that it would be fine. And Bad Batch only made an appearance for four episodes of what clone wars yeah for clone wars of this clone. last season of clone right wars. Uh, so they said it wasn't that difficult and so i don't know maybe i will it feels weird to have a star wars show on right now when i have disney plus and not be watching it so i'm conflicted did you check out bad batch yet is it even available for the public yet yeah it is it came out last night at uh at like three in the morning eastern so i didn't get a chance to watch it yeah i'm gonna watch it tonight uh for sure i'm actually uh Writing a uh, an article about it um, for my new position at uh, Screen Rant. So, oh, um, you're talking about that, that now? Well, yeah, yes, because I've graduated past no, no, the. Uh, I told you guys that my brother booked a gig, and I didn't tell you guys what it was, and it's for Screen Rant, which most of you guys fucking read anyway. So now you should just go check out his articles. That's huge. I didn't know you were writing a piece about that for them. I just I just uh, claimed it today. You've, it's like a claiming process for articles at Screen Rant. So I'm writing one about uh, the first episode about one of the characters, Wrecker. Um, and, uh, yeah, so it should be up later in the week. I'm not sure when they're publishing it, but, uh, I'm working on that right now. And, uh, yeah, I'm really excited for Bad Batch, Roxy. I think you'll be able to watch it without having seen the Clone Wars. I mean, I've watched Clone Wars and Rebels, um, but these are pretty new characters and it seems like they're really trying to make their story, uh, accessible to anybody because basically all you need to know is that they're clones that have sort of special abilities. Like they were, they were cloned to have like enhanced different skills, almost clones like superheroes. Clones of who? Clones of Django Fett. So like, you know, wow. the rest of them. Um, mm -hmm. And that they went to order 66 happened in the, in the fall of the Republic and the rise of the empire. That's where the show takes place, like starts. So I think that you, What's you the could tone? watch if you want to. What? What's the tone? Dramatic. Um, I think it's, I think it's uh a little dramatic, but a little comedic too, because it is still animated and still you know geared towards uh kids a little bit. Um, but there's there's definitely like um I think a sense of, you know, well, what do we do now? We were like kind of bred to fight in the war against uh you know droids and separatists, and now do we join the empire? Do we go out on our own? Uh, so that sort of stuff too. And, you know, they, they, uh, there's no Jedi left. So they, that's, you know, kind of when you're talking about clones, th those were their commanding officers. So it's kind of like starting a whole new world. Where are, where do we fit Don't in? Don't you dare close your eyes. A whole new yeah, you got it. I was waiting for you to understand the reference and then it clicked in. Going back into the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. Glenn Caesar also says, be most excellent, RJ Jet, rock stars, cheers to fuck yeah news. 
love and laughter for us all in each of our days, our weeks, our months, and even our years. Let's go Smets and everyone fighting for today, tomorrow, and more. Hashtag smash cancer all day, every day. I will let you guys know that I actually saw Smets last night and he looks fucking awesome. He's killing it. He is kicking the living shit out of Mr. H and his baby and wife are also doing amazing. And I could not be more proud of the fight that he's fighting right now. So thank you, Glenn, for bringing him up. And it was a privilege to be able to grab a good ass meal with him last night. What's Mr. H? That's what I named his tumor. Oh. H stands for Hitler. Oh, Mr. Hitler. Yeah, but but Mr. H for sure. Is that is that a common thing for people to name tumors or is I that a rock like in, in terms of uh I was reading about this. I actually was I started learning about this when mom was sick. Visualization is key when you're trying to attack something. And so to be able to, when you are trying to like mentally muster the courage and strength to go through chemo and radiation and everything that you have to do, when you can put like a face on something that you're trying to fight, it makes it easier, even though it's so difficult still, to picture the outcome and to stay in the fight and not tap out because like you're putting a, a name to something, you know what you're trying to do because all these things are so obscure, like you, because we're not doctors, but all of a sudden you have to know all these scientific terms of shit's going on in your body. So I don't know if it's common, but I do know that it's helpful and should be more common. Fair enough. All right. Moving forward back into the stream labs. Pink Sweets in the house says. Oh, I Roxy love Pink Sweets. Yeah, Pink Sweets the shit. Hi, Roxy and Jet. Jet, did you watch The Bad Batch? No, not yet. And have you seen Shiva Baby? Or is your dad the only cultured one in the family? LOL. Have a good day. Have you watched Shiva Baby yet? No, I watched the trailer and it did not look appealing to me at all. Dope, dope. All right. Uh, did you watch it? No, I haven't seen it yet, but I definitely will. That's why that's why Pink Sweet said, are you the only other cultured one? Because I haven't seen it. I, I just, it it looked weird. It's not my type. I could tell it's not my type of movie. I bet you that Leanne would really like it. You saying it looked weird is so silly. All right, it moving forward. weird to me. Morse code Z in the Streamlabs says, happy May the 4th or happy 21 days until the anniversary of the release of Star Wars. Also, up and coming usually represents more of a rising star than just something on the horizon. That's a good point, Morse code. The French taunter in the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer says, cheers, Roxy and Jet. May the 4th be with you. My Star Wars character to get a beer with is Hondo Onaka. Yeah. Uh, who's Hondo? Hondo is a uh, smuggler that was first introduced in the Clone Wars and oh. is then in uh, one of the sort of reoccurring main characters in Rebels. Um, he's kind of like a um, chaotic good, I guess you could say. Love uh, that. Like he's he's uh, he's all about the money, but he's also kind of got like a good heart when it comes down to it. And apparently, I have not been to Galaxy's Edge. I cannot wait to go whenever that would be. But apparently they have a uh, full-size Hondo animatronic that looks incredible oh, that is on it. the on the Millennium Falcon uh, yeah, ride. Yeah. Okay. You've cool. been to Galaxy's Edge? Yeah. Why didn't you yeah. tell me that? I, I did. Obviously I've been. You think I'm going to live in L.A. and be as big of a fan of Disney and not go to Galaxy's Edge? Well, I thought that, you know, there's been a limited time between when it opened and then the pandemic shut down Disney. So I didn't know that you made it. Who did you yeah. go with? You remember my friend Dom who put me in Jay Muse's movie and yes, uh, him and his friend Matt, who is famous. So we got to go. Matt Damon. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. You and Matt Damon. No, not Matt Damon. All right. Um, go, finishing up with this from French Tondra though says Hondo Anaka. It would be worth it. To hear the stories he would tell, assuming Jake did the graphics today. Yeah, of course. Cheers, Jake. The overlay looks great. You know when it looks great, I did not do it. You know yeah, that it does it, look dope. It does. Jake's the shit. And I didn't even ask him for it. He just did it and said, asked me if, if I wanted it. And I was like, oh, I fucking adore him. All right. Hitman Hudson in the stream lab says, oh, I actually have no idea how to say this. Rel... Avros Appreciation Streamlabs. 
R-A-E-L-A-V-E-R-R-O-S-S. Do you know how to say that? Raul Avaros? Uh, Avaros would be the right. I think it's Rael. Rael Avaros Streamlabs. Appreciation. Okay. For those of you who don't know. Oh, well, there we go. Rael Avaros was Count Dooku's first Padawan before Qui-Gon and a great Star Wars character. Who is Jet's favorite Star Wars character? Who is Jet's favorite obscure Star Wars character? Great questions, Hitman. Uh, my favorite Star Wars character, and I actually argued this and won when I was doing um, a movie fight live at New York Comic Con, uh, is Obi-Wan Kenobi. I love Obi-Wan Kenobi. I love his story arc. Um, I love both Who actors that portrayed against? him. Uh... I want to say, I think Spencer. No, no, no. Character. Oh, uh, Han Solo. Oh, that's another good one. Um, and yeah, I, I picked Obi-Wan. I, I, I just, I, I just love the, like the sort of like the arc from Padawan to Knight to like, he's failed to trying to redeem himself to, I, I love the Obi-Wan character. So he's my favorite Star Wars character of all time. Um, my favorite obscure Star Wars character. That's a great question. Um, I love all the people in the uh, in the Max Rebo band. Um, yeah. Max Rebo included. Size noodles. Um, <laughs> uh, I love the you know the creatures. I'd have to go back. I really want to rewatch Rebels and see if I could pick out maybe an obscure character. I love the Bendu character from Rebels. I think that just somebody that's forced sort of neutral. I think that's really cool. That you don't have to be light side or dark side. You can sort of choose your own interpretation of the force. So I'm I'm big into the Bendu. Um, I also love Darth Maul. I thought they did an amazing job in Do you think Darth Clone Maul Wars and Rebels. Obscure? What? Do you think Darth Maul is obscure? No, no, no. In terms of favorite all-time Star Wars uh, characters. I'm saying I think that they took a... George Lucas basically had a great character design for to make him look cool and then dave filoni like actually flushed out the character and made him really cool there's also a really cool book called mall lockdown that i don't think is canon anymore but shows what a absolute badass darth maul is when he goes in he like infiltrates this galactic prison and basically kills everybody so he's one of my favorites as well da, but da, da. who's yours i wasn't asked if they ask I i'm asking them. I want to know. No. Well, you're not the people. Streamlabs <laughs> and streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. Getting your questions, comments, concerns. Another one coming through from Evan Hooker who says, Hey, Roxy and Jet. Recently found out that George Lucas plans to donate almost all of his $5 billion Star Wars dollar fortune to an education-focused fo charity. All the more reason to celebrate Star Wars. May the 4th be with you. I didn't hear about this, did you? Uh, no, but uh, George Lucas should put all that money into trying to develop like a warp drive, like real Star Wars technology. Well, it seems like they're kind of doing that, which we'll talk about in a second with the lightsaber. But oh, boy. That's true. Oh, but, boy. I mean, that, that's great. He doesn't need the five billion. <laughs> Can't take it with you. Dark Jedi Knight says, whose lightsaber would you have behind you as wall art for you? I would pick Ray's yellow lightsaber because it would get more screen time than in nine. I love yellow too. You do. I do love yellow. Mom's I, favorite color. I know mine now too. I've switched my favorite color this year. It's so you're not allowed to do that. I know. I felt really weird about it. I told, I had a whole episode. I feel really strange about it, but I did. You and have now, to. Does everybody know that you had a in high school a signature color? I don't want to go down this road right now. We don't have time for this today. Next signature time. color and put a pin uh, like in it. Put a pin on it, and we'll <laughs> talk about it next time. It's a whole thing. What lightsaber would be as wall art behind you? Um, I mean, Mace Windu's purple lightsaber is dope because it's so unique. I do love Ray's yellow lightsaber. It it has this really cool like firing mechanism where she like twists a thing yeah it's um, sick. i agree uh maul's double-bladed red lightsaber is uh as incredible um though i feel like it might take up too much wall space because it's double you know double-bladed so maybe i could get two lightsabers instead of one maul lightsaber wow you're so needy 
Yeah. Andrew Thomas says, happy Star Wars Day, Roxy and Jet. Which original Star Wars trilogy villain would you be? Darth Vader or Palpatine? LOL. Nothing funny about that. Who would you be? Uh, oh, for sure, Darth Vader. What do you think this question means? Like, who is more in your soul or who would you rather be? What's the difference between who's more in your soul and who you'd rather be? Well, I want to be Beyonce, but I'm not Beyonce. Who's in your soul? I'm, you know, I'm probably closer to Kelly. Roland? Yeah, well, yeah, you know, like everybody wants to be mm. Beyonce, but like if you're not Beyonce, you're not Beyonce. So like who are you actually versus who you want to be are two different things, you know? But you only have two options there. Right. So Jeffrey which one Cowboy is it? has three. Well, I, I was looking at it as like it could be any musical artist. You just happened to mention Beyonce. It didn't say who would you oh, be. Oh, well, that's why I said Beyonce and Kelly. You think I just randomly picked Kelly? I thought it was a good like juxtaposition. You thought I randomly picked Kelly and you didn't say Clarkson. You said Roland. Well, I knew where you were going with it. All right. I, I think Darth Vader is the answer no matter what. Yeah. Okay, cool. Let me know what you guys think. Which one of us is Palpatine and which one of us is Vader? Going back to the Streamlabs, Glenn says, by the way, Roxy and Jet, did you ever give your answers for what new Star Wars show and or movies that you're really interested in looking forward to seeing and why? For me, I'm all about the Force. Also, your preference on how you view Star Wars content, TV, or movies. Glenn, we're going to do a whole conversation about what we're looking forward to most as we break down all of these things in a second here. In terms of how we like our Star Wars content, I'm sure Jet's answer is movies. For me, I prefer TV to movies in general, but so far, I've never disliked a Star Wars movie. So I'm honestly going to have to say movies for Star Wars, even though I like movie TV more. Yeah, and I mean you're you're less into the animated stuff, uh, you know. In fairness, and so and like you said, you haven't seen Rebels or Clone Wars yet, and so you know most of your Star Wars stuff is coming from movies, and and I feel the same way. I mean, there's nothing like a Star Wars movie, but now that they're venturing more into the live action stuff, and I've seen all the and loved all the animated stuff, I do feel like people might be changing. I mean, Mandalorian is just so so popular and so good, um, and I would imagine that the quality will stay or improve as they add more of these live action shows. So right now it's movies, but it might change in the future. I mean, especially with how ambitious some of these projects seem, uh, you could get some really amazing star Wars content that maybe movies wouldn't be able to deliver because of the time constraints. Yeah. I'm super with you on that one. It can always change the TV for me in a heartbeat. Let's talk about some of these up and coming TV shows and movies that we are going to be getting. Just as I was looking over things, because I forget all the time, all the Star Wars stuff that's coming down the pipeline. We know that we have Rangers of the New Republic, Ahsoka. We've got another Mandalorian season, which I think now is slated for 2022 because Book of Boba Fett took the Christmas time spot of this year. We've got Obi-Wan Kenobi. We've got The Acolyte. We've got The Bad Batch, which premiered last night. Andor, 2023. Mm. Let's see, Star Wars Visions, which is supposed to be that anthology anime series. Right. Uh, a droid story, which is C-3PO and R2-D2. There's going to be Lando. I mean, a lot of shows coming out. How are you feeling about these? Is there anything that you're looking forward to in particular, Jet? And anything that you feel like was a strange and or not exciting announcement of those? Um, I think that uh, in terms of what I'm looking forward to the most... Uh, because it seems it's so obscure, I really am intrigued by the Acolyte. I've been reading right now um, some of the Star Wars uh, High Republic's right, uh, books. I'm reading uh, Light of the Jedi right now, which is really, really good. It takes place 400 years before we ever meet Luke Skywalker. Um, so 400 years before the Battle of Yavin. And uh, it's just a cool era that's never been explored in Star Wars before. And that's uh, all I, think, I know about the acolyte is that it takes place during the High Republic. What is? Do we know anything else? What is the story? Or no, I was hoping that today we would get some sort of clarification on, on that too. And you know, it, it seems vague. Could it be uh, based off of an old, uh, you know, an old Sith Lord that would that would put it back further in Star Wars history? Um, or is it an acolyte, like a fallen Jedi? Is it somebody who is, you know, neither Jedi or Sith? 
I think that's what's sort of intriguing about it. Obviously, it, it looks like somebody's get, that's going to be antagonistic and follow a, a villain, which I think is a cool way to do a Star Wars show. Um, what I've been advocating for years is, you know, Star Wars takes place in a galaxy far, far away. So we really don't have to narrow our focus on one family and the Skywalkers. I'd love to see them just expand it further and further and further. There's so many possibilities for great stories and great new characters. Not that I don't love the Skywalkers or the Skywalker saga, but it's such a big sandbox to play in that they can just continue to create new dynamic characters and stories and not have to worry about, you know, how it ties into Luke or Leia or really different planets altogether. You mean? Yeah, exactly. Planets, characters, uh, outcomes, you know, there's, just in canon, there's thousands of years of Star Wars history. So they could go back into the past and look at all this sort of stuff. And it doesn't have to have any effect on what the movies are. So uh, I I think that it, if the Acolyte's what I'm hoping it's going to be, I think it's going to take that path like Light of the Jedi and sort of expand the Star Wars universe by looking at a period of history that doesn't involve the Skywalkers. How do you feel about Rangers? Uh I think it's uh, there's it depends, you know, if it's taking place right after Return of the Jedi. Like, is it taking place around the same time as Mandalorian? I think that there's interesting gaps that need to be filled uh, between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. I think like how the New Republic and Ahsoka were both said that they're going to be taking place around the same time as Mandalorian, right? Right. I, I believe so. Again, there's like, you know, we have so little information on a lot of these shows besides titles and maybe just like one or two lines. Um, so I think if if it's, you know, we're talking about the New Republic, it, it probably will give you a better sense of how Leia and other people organized the new government after the fall of the second Death Star and how it sort of fractured to leading to the rise of the first order. I think that's interesting. We don't know too, too much about it. There's been a couple of books uh, called aftermath that have filled in some of the gaps, but I think this, you know, not a lot of people read the books. Well, a lot of people do, but the, the large majority of star Wars fans just know what they see on TV or in the movies. So I think that there's a lot of good uh, places to explore there. Again, it's sort of like I, I really do want them to try to widen their focus away from. I think you and every other super fan. Uh, so many people keep saying that, and you know it's hard for me because I love the Skywalkers, and I'm more of a casual fan than you are. So I always like to stay with what I know and love. But I do think as long as they introduce new characters and places that I want to see, then that will be great. But people, I'm looking forward to seeing more of. Obviously, I'm a big Ahsoka fan now at this point, and I really want to see what they do with that. I'm stoked on the book of Boba Fett. I think that's going to be a wild show and it's coming really soon. Not really soon as in tomorrow, but really soon as in this year. So that's something right. to hold on to Christmas time. I know what I will be doing. The one that to me though, of all of them, even though I just named several pro projects that I'm excited for, I'm so stoked on Lando. Yeah. Except for we don't know if it's Donald Glover confirmed yet or uh, Billy D. Yeah. Maybe both. I, I'm so stoked on Lando. I think that it will be. I'm obviously very stoked on Obi-Wan too. As you guys know, I'm a massive Hayden fan. <laughs> so he will be there as well. Uh, and so, yes, there's a lot, a lot to look forward to in the TV world. I want to switch to some of the movie stuff that's going on because this seems to be more up in the air. When it comes to the TV stuff, we kind of got not when things are happening, but what's happening and the project's we seem to know, even though you just mentioned that we don't know who's in Lando, we know at least a little bit about each one of these. Movies, I feel like they're kind of throwing spaghetti at the wall to see what sticks. There's a couple that we know for sure, like Rogue Squadron. That's a Patty Jenkins movie. That is coming in 2023. Those are things that have been confirmed, and so we can expect that. Then there's stuff like the Ryan Johnson trilogy which mm, we don't even know when it takes place. Right. Um, J.D. Dillard's movie, Kevin Feige's Star Wars movie. Taika. Taika's Star Wars movie, which I was looking, I guess they have, this is, this is what I found through my due diligence. Do you know when Taika's Star Wars is potentially slated for? Uh, I do not. 
either December 19th, 2025 mm -hmm. or December 17th, 2027. Why a two year gap? That's weird. I have no idea. I mean, I he's a busy guy. So maybe they're just like, oh, kind of the way that they were doing Star Wars recently where, you know, every other year was going to be the main trilogy movie. And then every other year would be like a Rogue One or a Solo. Maybe I that's thought they should have kept that. So maybe that's what this is about. Maybe Taika is, is the one-off or the main one. I, I don't even know at this point. So we've got those things going on. What do you what do you make of all this, Jet? If you had to predict the next, the 2020s of Star mm -hmm. Wars movies, what do you think we are going to see in this decade of Star Wars films? Um, I Well, I think the only one that we, that I can say confidently that, will you know get is is rogue squadron um because you know they've done a promo she's attached to it uh she's a uh seems really excited to do the project um so that i feel very confident it's going to happen when they have it slated it seems like they they are ready to go with that uh as far as the others um i don't know that we're ever going to see the ryan johnson trilogy which i think is a shame because i love um the last Jedi. You and me uh, both, and we're like two of the only ones that are left. I know. I think it's it, it's it's my second favorite Star Wars movie. Um, it, what, after I, I Empire. After Empire, yeah. Um, I love it, but I know that's that's controversial. Uh, so I I don't know what to think of that. I do think we're eventually going to get a uh, a Mandalorian movie because I think they're just going to try to milk it for all it's worth. A big um, screen Mandalorian movie. Yeah, probably. Um, it's so popular that I think they, they'll say, you know, we don't have to just rely on Disney plus people. We can put this in the movies, Either, whether it's a Mandalorian movie or it's a movie that's sort of tying all the, if, if rogue, if sorry, if, uh, Rangers of the new Republic and Ahsoka take place during the same time period, maybe it's like an Avengers style, like all those movies coalesce into all those shows coalesce into a movie. Um, I, I think that that's a strong possibility. Um, the rest of it, I, I don't know. I would love so to how see. How many big screen Star Wars films are we going to get by 2030? Um, three. And the first one of those will be Rogue Squadron in 2023. Yep. yep. I'd say, and then it'll go 2025 and then 2027 or 2028. So that's my guess is three. I'd put the over under at three and a half if you were setting a Vegas line. I do feel like it might be four. Okay. So you would take the over. But maybe not. It depends on how well the shows are doing for them on Disney Plus. I would imagine they're all going to do really well. I mean, Disney Plus has exceeded all their expectations by a mile. Well, um, they're critically doing very well. And they're right now growing an extreme amount of subscribers. But Netflix, as they're finding right now, has almost tapped out the amount of subscribers they can get. There's just not that many more that they can tap. And is there going to be a place in which Disney Plus does that and they realize that they need to focus more on the movies uh, and put their energy there as opposed to the shows? I don't think so. But I would say if you're guessing three, I'm guessing four. And I would love to know what you guys at home are guessing. So Streamlabs in, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer, super chat in. How many movies are we going to see by 2030 from Star Wars? And we know some of them that might be on the way. They're You're saying in theaters, right? Not like a Disney Plus movie. I, well, in theaters, sans there being a, a pandemic, you know, like any right. movie that's supposed to be released in theaters. So, yes. Because yeah. I do still think they're going to do like Disney Plus exclusive movies. Seems like that's what they're, they're going to do those too. Yes, but I just think we have nine years left. I think we're we're going to be on an average of every other year. Yeah, I hope that's the case because, I mean, I think there's there's nothing like seeing a Star Wars movie on opening night. Uh, and, I, you know, I love to do that. I've seen, I love seeing the Marvel movies on opening night too, but there's nothing like seeing a Star Wars movie on opening night. I agree. Going to the chat, Ryan Payne says, Bunnies, if you love The Last Jedi, hell yeah, absolutely to that, sending bunnies in my mind right now jonathan pitre sorry for that i butcher all names maybe patir says first stream i've ever watched of roxy but she is badass love you talking star wars that's awesome jonathan 
You rock. We really appreciate having you. Welcome to the Rockstars Band. You're an official member. Decide what instrument you're playing. Your time starts now. All the bunnies coming through. Love to see the love for Last Jedi. That's my brother and my jam. And I still just don't. I'll get all the hate. I do it's, not get it. It, it kind of kills me to know that you also love it because you do love Hayden Christensen. So it like really throws my whole Star Wars world off. It's like, oh, well, she's got great taste. She loves The Last Jedi, but she also thinks Hayden Christensen did a good job in those movies. So like, I, I really, it's kind of screwing with my head. I don't really know what to think. Well, it means that I'm a genius. Leonard Kim in the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Strider says, Hey, Dimple Tits and Jet, I hope you're doing well and may the fourth be with you. Congrats on the job, Jet. What Star Thank Wars you, character, which Star Wars character do you think could be on the Pats and the Celtics? Give me Luke as point guard, and I feel like Mando could go, could be a good tight end. All right, what do you think, Jet? I feel like Luke has some Larry Bird in him because you know he grew up in a farm on a farm. Well, you're uh, dropping like, one player to the Celtics, one to the Patriots. Okay. I was just, you know, I was just trying to make a Larry Bird, Luke Skywalker comparison, Roxy. Okay. Blonde, floppy hair. I get it. Listen farm. to my question. Listen to the question. Yep. Which one? Who are you drafting to which? Uh, one player. For, uh, well, Yoda would, would be my Celtics pick because I just feel like he would be an amazing quick point guard. He'd get underneath everybody's legs. You think you need to be tall in basketball, but because he has the force, he can jump really high too. We saw it in his uh, lightsaber duel with uh, Darth Sidious. And so uh, he could dunk no problem despite his diminutive stature. And plus he's got incredible speed and, and agility. So I, I would love him as my point guard for the Celtics. Uh, for the Patriots, um, I, I just don't see how anybody would be able to successfully block Jabba the Hutt. So, you know, I'd like to put Jabba the Hutt as my defensive tackle, maybe, or, or offensive tackle, you know, either way, whatever he wants to play. If he wants to get out of the quarterback or protect the quarterback, that's sort of, you know, that's the Hutt's choice there. But, uh, I mean, how are you going to get around him? He's a giant slug monster. It, it's He's, you know, he's going to be dominant. Do you think that he's going to listen to you as a coach? Or you, like, go on the field and he's going to be like, I, yeah, okay. He loves money, so you know. I think if he if he plays well, he get a win and he gets the wins and racks up the stats. He'll make more money. So yeah, I think so. What's he gonna do about the cheerleaders? Uh, he's gonna get in trouble a lot with yeah, you know, he'll get suspended for sexual misconduct frequently. Frequently, but, you know, there's that doesn't set him apart from a lot of other NFL players. So. Really good point. I have some questions for you, and I know that you guys have more. Get them in because we only are here for 15 more minutes. So streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer and also in the Super Chat. Speaking of the Super Chat, Redford Reddington says, Last Jedi wasted Finn's potential, unnecessarily made Rose a main character, wasted Snoke, and didn't take the risk of having Kylo and Rey join forces. Underwhelming trilogy. I think that Finn's potential was wasted in this trilogy as a whole. And I do think that there was a lack of communication between episode seven, eight, and nine, but I don't blame the last Jedi as the sole movie for Finn. I also think that Rose was a great character. And then I think that Rose, I, I don't think the problem was making her a big character. I think the problem was then episode nine, not having her be a character at all. And then in terms of Snoke, not taking the risk of having Kylo and Ray join forces, you, you wasted Snoke and didn't take the risk of having Kylo and Ray join. I think it was a risk either way, having them join or not having them join. But everybody's entitled to their own opinion. That is just I, As far as I look at that, though, I agree with you in that they seem to sort of waste Finn. And I think a lot of it, like you said, is because of there was just no communication. And I think the biggest thing, as you're talking about Snoke, is that if you had let Ryan Johnson direct episode nine... I think we would have seen a better outcome and a better villain than, oh, Palpatine was behind it all, all along. You know, I don't think that that was his vision. And I don't think that that was really a good outcome for the that trilogy. So I, I didn't care so much that they killed Snoke because I thought that was a great, like, shocking moment. But then they should have had a more interesting payoff in the episode nine. Um and I'm with I, you totally on that. Although I liked episode nine as well. It wasn't a good follow-up to eight necessarily. And I think that there were other plans for Snoke and obviously other plans for Ray as well. I think it just shows that if you're doing a trilogy, you're doing a long, you know, sequence of movies that 
you really want to have it sort of meticulously planned out as best as possible and and to be able to communicate as best as possible and the amount of shuffling of directors and stories that that went through the the ringer at lucasfilm and at disney for star wars i I think did hurt the trilogy ultimately i loved it and because i like like you i've loved every star wars movie that's come out um because it's star wars and i i just i love the mythology and the characters and all that but i I do feel like it would have been a lot better executed had they had a more marvel-esque kevin feige definitive plan saying okay this is how we're going to progress from episode seven to episode eight to episode nine as opposed to saying we're going to let these guys sort of figure it out for themselves and they're not going to have to be beholden to the film that came before it and it just it wasn't a great way to to go about doing it and the original draft for episode nine is you can find it online it's called duel of the fates and it is a lot unfortunately it's a lot better than what we got which I, i didn't hate episode nine but the the original draft would have been better question for you who in the Star Wars universe would be your best friend? Uh, would be my best friend. Um, hmm, that's a that's another really good question. I feel like I'm Chewbacca old. would be everybody's bet. Like he's just like he's just down. Like he's just like a a great ride or die person. Wookie, rather. Will you do your best, Chewie? Uh, if you do it. Yeah, I do mine all the time. Yeah, that was really good. You know who does a really good tauntaun is Bill Hader. Does an incredible Star Wars impressions, and he does an amazing tauntaun. Really? Yeah. Go uh, YouTube after the show. YouTube Bill Hader tauntaun. Interesting. Jeff Aaron says, sending you $9. Thanks, YouTube, in honor of the nine Skywalker saga films. Congrats. (laughs) On the screen rant gig, Jet. Thank you, and uh, uncool YouTube taking away that much money. Yeah, it's a it's approximate. You never know when you send it in here. They might only be taking thirty percent of the one you send, but then more of the next person. They are a bunch of backstabbing bitches. But thank you for letting me use your platform. Appreciate you guys having this platform at least. Another question for you uh, for you guys at home and for my brother. And you guys submit your questions now because we are getting out of here in 10 minutes. Streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. Thank you to Jake for throwing that in there. Who do you think is the funniest Star Wars character? The funniest Star Wars character. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, it depends. In unintentionally it's it's anakin all the whole thing unintentionally it's it's anakin because of the you know the poor acting um i always found c-3po to be really funny um funniest character hmm do you have one off the top of your head i kind of think it's yoda is he's not way- funny until until Empire. Yeah, he's very funny though. And the way that his delivery always works is like the wisdom comes out as goofy and sincere. He he's I think a troll. Yeah, I love him. I love him. I think that uh I think that R2 is a good answer. I think that EB8 was really funny too. Yeah. I think that. I didn't think BB-8 was that funny. Wow, it's droidist. Yeah, I I think that maybe my answer is Yoda. All right, which which or Grogu? I think I think Grogu though is more annoying. I I love Grogu. I you love hate Grogu. babies. No, I love Grogu, but Grogu be eating those eggs, and it's not yeah. funny. It's like chill, bro. I mean, you eat eggs. Not like that. Not from the mom. Well, just because the mom doesn't see. She didn't see. That's them and eat them in front of her. Who do you think is the easiest Star Wars character to root for? To root for? Um, I, I, I mean, I think some people, this is hard for some people because I think some people root for the bad guys in Star Wars, right? So, not, But it's not some people, it's you. For me, I mean, I grew up with Luke, so it's Luke. 
Um, but that's such a basic bitch answer. That's okay. But like, yeah, I mean, that's where I grew up with the original trilogy, and it was it was Luke because you know he destined to save the galaxy, humble beginnings. I mean, he was hard to to not root for, but I do feel like that's a basic bitch answer. It's okay to be a basic bitch sometimes, Jet. Can't live your whole life trying to avoid being a basic bitch. Let's go into the Streamlabs, see what you guys are talking about in here. Streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. Ryan Payne says, as much as I liked TFA, it honestly didn't set up anything for the characters except for Ray and Kylo. TLJ wanted to give the Finn and Poe arcs that would set them apart and make them their own unique individuals. But I do agree there should have been a plan. I think everybody, no matter where you fall in terms of the, do you like episode eight better than nine or seven better than eight or whatever, no matter where you fall in terms of that, I do think everybody believes there should have been a plan. I've never talked to anybody that's like, nah, they didn't need that. We're all on the same page about that, at least. Stone Fanboy 09 in the Streamlabs says, happy Star Wars Day. May the fourth be with you. I think Finn should have been a Jedi like Rey. I think a lot of people think that too. I'm looking forward to whatever Disney has planned for the future of Star Wars, including you, Roxy, Frozen, and Carbonite, to hang on the wall. Ha <laughs> ha. Thank you, Stone Fanboy, for sticking with that one always. Appreciate do you think if Disney approaches him, John Boyega would do more Star Wars stuff? I think that he would. Because I think that if they approached him, that would be them saying, our bad, we want to make this better. So I do think so. And I think Redemption could be really cool for his character. In terms of the actor and him, I, I do think he would. And John Boyega seems like a stand-up dude. I like the way he's oh, gone. Oh, he seems about like everything. the man. Yeah, I like the way he's gone about everything he's done. And I don't feel like he's burned every any bridges because he has been very vocal, but I feel like he's also been really fair. Yeah, I don't think he said anything like stupid or wrong. Like um uh he he's been he's been an advocate, but he hasn't been like he hasn't made any, you know, slip ups like even like LeBron, who's a who's a great advocate for his community, you know, right after the Chauvin verdict, like tweeted like you're next about uh, this police officer. And he was he was he criticized for it, I think, fairly because it was very a vague tweet. But like John Boyega, I think, has been very calculated and smart about everything he said while also being a leader in his community. I would love to see more Finn. I think there's a lot more story to be told about his character. And I also firmly believe he's force sensitive and, and could end up being a Jedi. I do if, too. If they want to still have Jedis. I don't know if they, if Ray isn't intending to even call them that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I think he is too. And I think he could still be a Jedi and I would love to see that. Jake Yakovetta in the stream lab says Luke was a whiny little pansy bitch until the recent movies do better <laughs> jet. Uh, yeah, he was whiny, but like also at the same time, how could you not root for him? He had, he had, never left his home planet of Tatooine, which was a desert farm planet. And he went to take on a galactic empire. I mean, th that's the ultimate David versus Goliath story. <laughs> In the stream labs, PLD says daily affirmation. May the fourth be, or may the force be with you always. Oh, and fuck Jake. <laughs> you guys are ridiculous. <laughs> uh, I wanted to see Jet, if you could talk to us a little bit about the announcement that was made today about this Star Wars two-day immersive experience. I was a little confused by this, so what can you tell us? So at Galaxy's Edge, um, at least in Florida, I don't know about the one in California that you've been to and never told me about, um, uh, that there there's going to be a Star Wars hotel attached directly to the Galaxy's Edge portion of, of the park. Um, and it's going to be... Like they said, completely immersive. Like you're not going to see the rest of the Disney property. You go into this hotel. It looks like you're entering a starship. Um, everything that is in the hotel is, you know, themed meticulously to Star Wars. They're going to talk to you and treat you like you are in the Star Wars universe. Um, and so there's apparently going to be some sort of interactive story while you're there too. You're only allowed to stay for two days because I don't think they, I think they want to get people in and out of it to experience it. And it's going to be very expensive. So uh, it's not going to be like the other Disney hotels where, you know, you're sort of just like chilling until you go, you know, and sleeping until you get back to the parks. Um, but this, I mean, it seems like it's a very unique, cool experience that, you know, if you're a diehard Star Wars fan like we are, 
it it's almost like you have to experience it at some point in your life because it's like completely throwing you in to the Star Wars universe and you're going to be talked talked about and like treated like you're a Star Wars character which is I mean pretty dope and they also announced today which has been talked about and teased for a long time and speculated about Disney's come up with a new lightsaber technology and no it's not an actual lightsaber that can cut through things but it's a ignition methodology and it's on YouTube now that it looks like you're literally it, you have the hilt and then the lightsaber just sort of pops up how much you would you pay for that yeah I'd probably pay like $500 for it you legitimately would though I think but I think they're gonna be more I think at first I think at first you're not gonna be able to buy them they're gonna create demand and then you're only gonna be able to buy them at this place and then I, I bet you it's going to be at least two years until you can buy them like regularly. And when you can buy them at that place, I think they're going to be a thousand dollars. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, they. I wonder how much it costs to make those, but still, like, it is sick looking. It's yeah, really it's, it's. I mean, high end, like you know, replicas, props, and stuff like that go for that amount of money. So you would expect it, and they can basically charge whatever they want because people will pay for it. Once maybe I get more Screen Rant articles under my belt, maybe I would up it to $1,000 that I would pay for it. But mm. uh, right now. Or maybe you get Screen Rant to send you there so that you can do an exclusive article about mm. But then I would only be the second strier to have been to Galaxy's Edge, not the first. Well, I haven't, someone... been, I haven't been to Florida. You know what? It, uh, the fact that you didn't tell me about it. I did. Is what hurts the most. It was great. It was really hear, good. I don't want to hear about your amazing experiences. All right. Well, it was really good, and I was really happy to go. And I would go. But go watch that YouTube clip. It's, I mean, it's ten seconds long, but it shows the new lightsaber, and it's dope. We are getting out of here in the next couple minutes, guys. So get in any last minute streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. Before we do get out of here, though, I know that you told the people about Screen Rant and what you're doing over there. But where are all the places they can find you? All the things you're working on. I know right now you've got like ten different projects going on. Yeah, I have a lot of uh, a lot of stuff going on, um, mostly sports related. But I'm starting to veer out into more pop culture stuff because I love you know all I love that uh, just as much. Um, so you can find my Twitter uh, where I'll tweet out all this stuff too is is at Jet Stryer, but also my YouTube um, YouTube.com/slash Jet Stryer is where I upload my basketball podcast that I do six days a week. Um, it just talks about all things NBA with my co-host, John Sapachetti. Um, I do Celtics post game after every game. I'm live, uh, usually between five to 10 minutes after the final buzzer, sometimes sooner if I'm angry. Um, I know a lot of people in here check that out and I appreciate all of you. So go to the, uh, go to my YouTube page for all that stuff. And, uh, my screen rant stuff will be on screenrant.com, but look at my Twitter and I'll tweet out the links when I write some articles I'm just starting. So, uh, just bear with me and then I'll, I'll have plenty of articles out. Hopefully a lot about star Wars, Roxy. Well, go support those so that he can keep writing for them and continue doing a great job. I'm really proud of you, Jet. Thank you. Yes, it's they also the more people that click on the articles, the more money I get paid. So really, so at the very least, clickety click, 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 click. Yeah, that too. Well, thank you guys for being here with us today. May the fourth be with all of you guys. As always, don't forget to make your beds. Hopefully you already did. Put down the toilet seat and the lid. We don't want those perfumes. Don't trend with the Holocaust, especially not doing during Jewish Heritage Month. Uh, and as we found out, as I talked about on my Twitter, Anne Frank is not a colonizer. Y'all are fucking psychotic. I don't Brett, even understand that one. I don't know. Brett Miles, Jonathan, arrest the cops who killed Breonna Taylor, all three of them, for killing Breonna Taylor. Check your internet, blow on it. Where the fuck is Rob Fishbeck? Where the fuck is he? I hope he's okay. You guys keep telling me he is, but where? Not showing up to show out. What's happening, Rob? Oh, he's ghosted What's you? Happened? Yeah, I don't know where he's been for the last three days. Rob? You don't know. We don't know. Much love to all of you guys at home. I hope you have a brilliant rest of the day. If there's any more Star Wars news that comes out today, don't you worry. I'll be back here at Live at the Roxy tomorrow to discuss it. I'll also be with you guys tomorrow for the World Girls tomorrow night uh, for Cinco de Mayo. As we're giving Cinco de Mayo world, we're playing a bunch of different games. We're doing some boozing, hanging, eating, all that great stuff. So I'm pretty stoked about that. Come join us there. That will be at 6 p.m. Pacific time. But first, I'll be here live at the Roxy at 1. Chet, any final words? 
Uh, was it last Cinco de Mayo that you guys got really drunk? Mex Mexican Independence Day. Ah, okay. So, well, you'll get drunk on Cinco de Mayo, I'm sure, too. Uh, final words are, uh, may the fourth be with you, obviously, and go watch a Star Wars movie or show, anything. Just go watch one right now. Always. Bye, friends. <laughs>